Hello everyone, this is Pastor Alex Alejandro reminding you that one encounter with Jesus Christ changes everything. God bless you and thanks for listening. Do we, do we understand this morning that we serve a big God? He is, he is creator. The word, the word father means creator. It means the originator, the beginner of something. That's what father means when you, when, in reference to God. He's our father. He is the beginner of all things. He is the creator of all things. We need to realize this morning that we serve a big God. But not only that, we need to recognize that we have a big, powerful, awesome Father in God. And we can come to Him for all of our needs. So this morning, we need to realize that He is a faithful Father. God is a faithful Father. He's never going to leave us. Everything He says is true. Everything He speaks becomes into, comes into existence. God is a faithful father. There's no comparison to God as our father, a faithful father. So God is our father because he is the creator of all. He started it all. Adam and Eve, he, he began, it began with them. He started it all. When he spoke it into existence, it began. He was the father of all things. Time exists because of God. This world exists because of God. The universe, which continues to grow, it's because of God. And to show us that He is mighty and that He is above all those things, that He holds it all in His hand. God is our Father because of His Son, Jesus, who made a way back to the Father because of the death and resurrection on the cross. So we need to realize those things. He's our Father, first of all, because He's the Creator. But then he reconciled us back to him through Jesus. So through Jesus, we have been adopted back into the family of God because sin separated us from God. In the beginning, it was the family, Adam and Eve, their children. There was a family of God there, but they sinned and they separated themselves from God. And from that moment, God said, I'm bringing you back to me because that's what I want. I'm your father. I'm not letting go of my children I love you and I'm going to send my son to die for you. And in that way, he reclaimed us as his children. We were adopted into the family of God once again because of Jesus Christ. So if you want to go to Romans chapter 8, verses 12 through 17, that's where we're going to begin this morning. Romans chapter 8, verses 12 through 17. Glory to God. Verse 12, it begins by saying, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh. Amen? We don't have to be in debt to the flesh anymore because of Jesus. To live after the flesh. So we don't have to be in debt in the flesh, and we don't have to live after the flesh. Verse 13, For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. We know that. From the very beginning, we know that if we live by our own flesh, then we will die. And we will not only die physical death, but we will die an eternal death in hell. We know that. Because from the very beginning, that's what God said. But if ye through the Spirit, now here's the important part, 
through the Spirit, if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body. That means you put those deeds to death. You, you put them away through Jesus, through the Spirit, what he did. Ye shall live. Amen? That is your Father's will for you, that you shall live with him in eternity in heaven if we mortify, if we put to death the deeds of the flesh through Jesus Christ. We say, I no longer want to live in this sin. We proclaim that. And we say, I accept the free gift of grace that was Jesus Christ's body given, broken on the cross for my sins. I receive that in faith. And when you do that, you do what this is saying. You mortify the flesh, the deeds of the flesh. That means your sins are forgiven. And you put it away. No longer to go back to it. You are forgiven. You are free and clear. And you are adopted back into the family of God. For, and therefore, you're going to receive the blessings of your Father. Amen? Think about that. You will receive the inheritance of God. Your Father. That's who God is. And we're going to receive His inheritance. Uh, if, you, if you think about it in terms of today, <coughs> excuse me, if, if you have a father that passed away, there's an inheritance. Something gets left behind. No matter what it is, it is now yours. Uh, so now think of that in terms of God. Think of the inheritance that you're going to receive from God. It's an eternal inheritance. It will never pass away. It will never end. We are all adopted into the family of God through Jesus Christ. And when we choose that and we live in that, then one day when we meet God, where he's going to give us an inheritance that will never end. It's an eternal inheritance. Glory to God. Now look at this is verse 15. I want to focus on verse 15. For if ye have not received the spirit, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage. That's not the spirit we receive. Again, to fear. But ye have received the spirit of adoption. Amen? Uh, and this jumped out at me <laughs> big time because the Spirit of God is not only a gift of salvation. Through salvation, we also get the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. But not only is the Holy Spirit something powerful to enable us to witness but it's also a confirmation on us as adopted into the family of God. When you adopt a child, you go through a lot of paperwork. You sign a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of legality that has to happen. A lot of things happen in the background. People have to make decisions. Judges have to make decisions. Lawyers get involved. Families get involved. There's a lot of things that get involved there. But God decided to do that for us through the Spirit. That is our adoption certification papers. The Spirit of God in you says your sons and daughters of the Most High God. That's what the Spirit of God also does for us. So ye have received the Spirit of adoption whereby we cry Abba, Father. The word Abba means Daddy. It's an endearment uh, word. Uh, the only thing I can compare it to in my background is in Spanish. When you want to say something that's 
endearing to you, you add the ito or ita to the back of it, right? So like abuelo, abuela is grandfather, grandma, abuelo, abuela. And if you add abuelito to it or abuelita, that's an endearment. That means you're showing love to your grandfather, grandmother. So Abba, father, when we say Abba, we're saying dad, daddy, God, I love you. And so that's why we can say that because of the spirit of God. We have been adopted. And so therefore we have a heavenly father. We have a heavenly dad up there who wants to help us in every single aspect of our life. Just like your earthly father would do anything to help you. Amen. Glory to God. Abba, Father. We cry, Abba, Father. Verse 16, the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit. Amen? So the Spirit of God in our spirit, because you have a spirit, but you also have an eternal Holy Spirit. Glory to God. So our spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit, or the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit, that we are the children of God. Why do you feel peace sometimes? Because that's God. That's your father giving you that peace. That's your father giving you that spiritual hug, saying, you're okay. Everything's gonna turn out all right because I'm your father and I say, you are my son, you are my daughter, and I love you and you're gonna be okay. I'm your father. That's that, that's that spirit bearing witness uh, to itself in us from God. And it says, verse 17, and if children, so if we're the children of God, and if children, then heirs. That means we, we have an inheritance. We're going to receive something from God. We have already received eternal life through Jesus Christ. But we're also heirs to even more things that God wants to give us. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. We're, we're right there. God looks at us the same as he looks at Jesus. Think about that. When Jesus was on earth and God looked on Jesus as the father, he now sees us the same as he sees Jesus because now he sees Jesus in us because we are adopted, grafted in through Jesus Christ. So join us with Jesus. If so, be that we suffer with him that we may be also glorified together. So just as Jesus suffered for our sins, we are going to suffer because we're living in a flesh body. So yes, there's going to be suffering. We're going to have pain, aches, and all those things that go with this body that's physical flesh, but it's only for a moment because then we're glorified just like Jesus was glorified. We're heirs to that because of our Father in heaven. He did that for us. So I, I begin with that to say that we can come to God as our father for any need. He is a father that's willing and able, very strong, able, willing to do everything that we ask him to do in his name, in his will for our lives. Amen. That's what God wants to do. So we're going to look at Jesus' example because Jesus was our example. He still is our example of how we should be leading this life. But he's also an example of how we should be sons and daughters of God. Because Jesus was the son of God. Amen. So let's look at what needs Jesus had in his last moments here on earth. So we're going to go first to Matthew uh, 26, 
39. And this is when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. He was praying to his father. He was asking his father for help here. And it goes on to say that he, that he asked his father for this to pass. God, Jesus didn't want to go on the cross. You got to remember, he was a man. He was fully God, but he was fully man. He was going to feel that pain. And I believe he felt it even more than we could ever feel it. Because not only did he feel the physical pain, he felt the weight of all mankind's sin at that moment as well. And he's asking his father, he's saying, if, if, if it be possible, if there is any other way right now, can, can I just not go through with this? But then immediately Jesus says, it's not my will, it's your will. It's your will, your will be done. If this is what you want me to do, I will do it. Because Jesus at that moment also understood as being fully man, fully God, he also understood this is the only way my children will come back to me. This is the only way to bring the family back together. And that's the heart of God, to bring families back together. We know that because we see it here on earth. And he made family. God wants family. And that's why he wanted us back to him through Jesus Christ. So Matthew 26, 39 says, And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father. Jesus talks to God as his father here. If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And we want to focus on the, on the words, Oh, my Father. Jesus referred to God as his Father. Amen? That was his dad. That was his Father. He's crying out to his dad for help. And if, you, if you've had kids, you know kids come and ask you for help all the time. Amen? We know that. I, hear, I have echoes in my ears. Dad, dad, daddy, daddy, hey, I need help. You know, that's that's echoed in my ears. But it's it's not a bad thing. Sometimes at that moment you're going, okay. But then when you think about it, you go, I'm blessed that that little voice is in my head. I'm blessed that those echoes are in my mind. I'm blessed that I can recall the voices of my children saying, help. Help me, Father. Because that's the place that God has given me. And so I, I gladly take on that role as their father. But as their dad. Their daddy, the one that they called to for help. And so God has your voice grafted in his, in his, in his self, in his mind, the mind of God. However that is, I can't even, can't even think about that. But his, your voice, he's got it. He knows your voice. He knows when you cry out to him and say, help. He knows you that way. And he wants to help you as a father. Jesus cried, oh, my father to his dad in heaven uh, for God to help him at that moment. Now let's go to Luke 23, 34. In Luke 23, 34, we see Jesus at the cross. At the cross, he addresses God as his father. So here we see a progression. We see him coming to the father in the moments before the hardest thing Jesus would have to do, the hardest thing God would have to do. Amen? As a father having to sacrifice his son on the cross for our sins. But that's how much God loves us. 
that he would sacrifice his own son so that he would have all the sons and daughters back to him through Jesus Christ. So Luke 23, 34 says, And then said Jesus, he's at the cross, he's on the cross, Father, forgive who? Forgive them. He's telling God to forgive us as he's being tortured by us. Think of the love of God right there. Think of the mercy and the grace that Jesus, the example that Jesus gives to all mankind right here. Father, forgive them. We didn't deserve forgiveness. We don't deserve forgiveness. But God, as a father to us, loves us so much that he would forgive us while we sacrificed, while we murdered his son Jesus on the cross. Amen? Jesus said, Father, forgive them. He addresses God as his father, asking forgiveness for us. And then he says, for they know not what they do. There's a lot of truth in that. When you look at that verse, there's a lot of truth in that. Because we don't know what we're doing. Amen? How many how many of you can raise your hand and say, well, I've always known what I'm doing. No. <laughs> right? None of us can say that. And because we truly don't know what we're doing. We've been given this precious gift of life, but we really truly don't know what to do with it. Unless we give it to God. Unless we pray to God. Unless we let the Holy Spirit guide us. Unless we start calling to our Father for guidance. And when we cry out to God, guess what? He's going to give you guidance in this life. He said, yes, I've given you this precious thing called life for a purpose. And if you cry out to me, I will help you in that purpose. And I will hold you up in times when you feel you can't do it anymore. I will be your strength. I will be your Father. I will get you through just like I got my son through the hardest thing he ever had to do on the cross. He died for your sins. So if God can help Jesus, who was fully man and fully God, to die on that cross, to resurrect him again, God can do anything in your life. We need to know that. He can do anything in our life because he's our father and he'll do it. Amen. Now look at Luke 23, 46. Again, Jesus at the cross and he talks to God as his father. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. So at that moment, Jesus lays his life down for us. He gave his life. We didn't take, by the way, we didn't take it from him. He gave his life willingly for us. And at the cross, asks God to forgive us. And then he says, again, Father, into your hands. Father, because you're my dad. Who else will I lean on other than you? Because you're my father. Who? So the example that this gives to us now as believers is, who else do we go to other than our father? We need to go to God for every single need. Jesus, as he gives his earthly life and his spirit goes up to God, he gives it to his father. He says, God, it's, it's yours. You're the creator. You originated this. You began this. You beget me in this world physically. So now I'm giving it back to you. I'm laying my life and I'm putting it in your hands. 
And that's what we have to do as believers. We have to look at God as our Father saying, You're my Father. I trust you. I lay my life. I give my life to you. You use my life for whatever purpose you have because you gave me this life. You're the father of this life. So you own this life. You purchased it through the Lamb of God, uh, through Jesus Christ on that cross. You have adopted me back into your family, but you have also purchased me back to you. So if I'm going to give my life to anybody, it's you because you're my father. And every aspect of my life is yours for you to use for your purpose. So he said, Father, into my, thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. Glory to God for us. Thank you, Jesus. So Jesus wanted us to see and feel the love of the Father, God. Amen? Let me read that again. Jesus wanted us to see. God wanted us to, us to see and to feel the love that God has for us through Jesus Christ. That's another reason why Jesus became man. A lot of times we wonder, why did he even go through that? Why didn't God just do it himself? Because God needed us to see. He needed us to see through physical eyes. He needed us to feel through the physical feeling in our heart. He needed us to see the reason that he sent Jesus. He needed us to know he loves us. He needed us to know that he's our father in heaven through Jesus Christ. So through his life, through Jesus' life, death and resurrection, God shows us how much he loves us. Glory to God. And last this morning, if you turn to John 17, this is verses 1 through 5. John 17, verses 1 through 5. Verse 17 says, These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, again, again, another account, Jesus on the cross, said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son and thy son also may glorify thee as thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou has given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Verse 4, I have glorified thee on earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. This is Jesus talking to his father. And he's basically summarizing what he was sent to do. He's saying, I've done it. I've done what you said. And that's got to be our testimony. That's got to be our words. When we see Jesus speaking to God here as the father, we need to put ourselves in that. We need to say, God, I'm, I will be glorified one day. Glor I, want, I want to see you glorified in me. Not because of what I do, because of what you have done for me. And so I can proclaim your goodness. I can proclaim your forgiveness. I can proclaim that you're my Father in heaven through Jesus Christ. And when people see me in struggle, when people see me going through tough times, I'm still going to glorify you so that you can be glorified through me. And that people can see your love for me. Amen? 
That's what people need to see. People need to see God's love for you so that they will come to God and say, I want that love. I want to feel that freedom. I want to have that adoption. I want to have a father in heaven that can love me like he loved Jesus through all all his ministry and up to his death and to be glorified. Amen. So what need do you have today that your father in heaven can't provide for you? What need do we have? What can we possibly have that God can't do? There is no need. There's nothing that we need here on earth that God can't do. Amen. For everything we can ask, he can provide in his will, according to his purposes for our life. So let's come to the Father and believe in faith that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Amen. That's what we got to do. Believe that he is, that he is our Father in heaven and he's going to reward us for believing in him, in that faith, if we seek him. We got to seek God's uh, God's face. We got to seek God's will in our life because he's our father. Amen. Don't you want to please your father? I mean, think about when you were growing up. Didn't you love it when your dad was pleased with you and he said, good job, or you impressed your dad? He goes, wow, that was pretty good. You know, when we impressed our dad, that made us feel really good because we were like, wow, even my dad said that was that was a big deal. That was a big deal when, we, when, when dad said, hey, that's a good job. You did a really good job in that. And, and, and that made us feel very uh, good inside. That gave us a lot of assurance. We felt, we felt justified, amen, as a son and daughter. So we want to do the same thing with God. Because God wants to look at you and go, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, son and daughter. You know, come receive, come receive your inheritance because of who I am and because of Jesus Christ and because you're seeking me daily, amen? Glory to God. Y'all bow your heads with me this morning as we, as we, I want to pray over you guys and if you have a need today, if there if there's any need you have in your in your body, physically, in your family today, you can come to this altar. You can come to the Father. We can pray together and we can seek God together. Amen. Glory to God. You'll buy with me this morning. Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord. I thank you for who you are. God, I thank you for what you do for us. I thank you that you send your your son Jesus. I thank you that we don't have to we don't have to bear the load of our sin anymore. Glory to God. We don't have to bear the weight of sin anymore because of your son Jesus. Because you are our Father in heaven. Glory to God. And this morning, your Holy Spirit is calling us today. It's calling us today. It's saying, whatever need you have, don't fear anymore. Whatever need you have, I can fulfill that. I can can bring you peace in that. Glory to God. Today, if you have a need this morning, come to the altar. Come to the Father. Come to the one who wants to love on you. Come to the one who has already sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for your sins. Just come to him this morning and say, God, I'm giving it to you. You're my father. All you want to do is help me because I'm your son. I'm your daughter. Glory to God. If that's you this morning, please come. I'm going to pray over us. 
But if you feel that Holy Spirit speaking to you right now and saying, come to that altar, kneel at, kneel at this altar and pray to me and I'm going to meet you here. If that's you, please come right now. Father God, I praise you and I thank you again, Lord. Lord, we just thank you. We praise you for your, your Holy Spirit. We praise you for your Son. We praise you for the adoption that we have through your Son. We thank you that we, we can come to you today with any single any need. We can come to you today with everything that we have, everything that we are. We can come to you and we can ask you. And Lord, you listen. You hear your sons. You hear your daughters. You know our voice because we are adopted through Jesus Christ. Because we have come to you. We have returned back to you because of what Jesus Christ did on that cross. If you're here this morning and, and if you just you just need to ask Jesus back into your life, if you just need Jesus just to reignite that passion in you, if you need to be forgiven of sins today, I want you to pray this morning as well. And I just want you to ask the Father right now and just say, Father, in Jesus' name, God, by your Son, I ask that you would just forgive me of my sins today. I want to come back to the family. I don't want to be afar off. I want to be knitted, grafted into the family of God today. Because of what Jesus did, I receive it in faith. I know that I am forgiven of sins through Jesus Christ. And God, I receive that in faith this morning. Cleanse me. Purify my heart. God, I want to, I'm brand new once again. I rededicate myself to you today. I know that you're the Father, you're my Father, and that your Son died for my sins. And God, I praise you and I thank you for that right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. We give you glory this morning, Father God. We thank you that you're our Father in heaven. We thank you that we can come to you for every single need, God. We glorify you, God. We glorify your Son. Lord, be glorified in us through your Son, whose Spirit is in us, through where your Spirit is in us, Father God, through that Holy Spirit, God. Glorify, we glorify you, and we ask that you be glorified in us through your Holy Spirit. God, through every single interaction that we have, through every relationship that we have, that you would be glorified. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I just pray as we leave, I pray for blessing over those that are here. God, bless them as they go. Bless them as they come back. Lord, just bless them in, in, in the things that they do every day. God, that you would be glorified in them. God, we're just, we're just thankful today because we know here that we have a Father in heaven. Because of Jesus Christ, we can be called sons and daughters of the Most High. And we praise you for that, Father God, today. We give you thanks and we honor you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. You guys have an awesome rest of your afternoon. Uh, remember, we come back this evening at 5 o'clock. Uh, oh, never mind. It's Father's Day. So... You guys just enjoy the rest of your day, amen? And uh, we'll see you maybe Wednesday. Wednesday at 6 will be the next time we come together. And you guys have a blessed afternoon, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus.
If you want to make a lifelong decision to follow Jesus Christ, pray this with me. Dear God, I am a sinner. I am sorry and I repent of my sins. I accept your free gift of grace that was your son, Jesus, his death on the cross for the forgiveness of all my sins. Come and live in my heart and I make you the Lord of my life. Amen. If you pray, prayed that prayer with me, I want you to know that you're freed from sins. You're a, you have become a new creation in God because of Jesus Christ. The next steps are crucial. The next steps are very important. If you've made this decision to follow Jesus Christ and to follow Him the rest of your life, find a good Bible preaching church. Get connected to the Christian community that believe in Jesus Christ and preach according to the full gospel of the Bible. Begin to study that Bible and then follow the Spirit's call for your life. I'm excited for you and your decision that you have made. And I'll be praying with you that God will lead you through the Holy Spirit to the full salvation knowledge that He has for you. God bless you. Well, that concludes this episode of The Encounter. Thank you for taking time to meditate on the Word today. God bless you, and may the Spirit of God guide and lead you always.